Audio Trivia Podcast Edition. We got Jimmy C on here tonight. And um, Jason. Episode, episode 82. I'm tired. It's, it's past midnight my time. Um, but, you know, I, I'm, uh, I'm sacrificing sleep uh, in, in the, for the good of the show here. So We appreciate it. Yeah. So glad to have you back on, James. For, for those unaware, James is out in uh, Tokyo, right? That's right. Just outside Still based of Tokyo. out there in Tokyo. So, that's right. Uh, yeah, there's a bit of a uh, time gap. <laughs> and I, that's putting and, it lightly. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're three weeks behind. Is that right? Something like that. It's like I, we were trying to schedule. I'm like, okay, we'll record it on Sunday night. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, that's right now <laughs> where I live. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, we got five games here. We actually have three listener requests. So, uh, you can look forward to that, but the first one is selected by both of us, both hosts for this Woo-hoo. episode, and uh, let's just get things started. Let's do it. In a trance-like state here. I, maybe this isn't a good selection for someone who's fallen asleep. <laughs> your uh, eyes are like spinning around in your head now. Yeah. Well, more trippiness on the way.
Chirpy. Yeah. <laughs> How are those eyes doing? Uh, not holding up too well. <laughs> All right. Well, here's your question, guys. This game's sound test also includes the soundtrack from which other game? I like how the music is very reminiscent of the previous games, but they've kind of changed it up a bit, haven't they? Because it's yeah, a like, very different game from the others in the series. Generally speaking, the series has a lot of games where they borrow heavily from previous entries in the series. But this one does it pretty much entirely, but it deconstructs some of the songs and like screws around with them. Yeah. And I mean, the third one was a little more like uh, the original, but the other two are, are almost like... Um, I don't know. They're, it's kind of like totally you, you, they've slapped a, a Kirby record on a on a turntable and started scratching <laughs> <Exactly>. with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that definitely uh, would have been what they did to create some of those songs. But um, this is Kirby Canvas Curves. Yeah, the I early have, DS I have game. The uh, Japanese one, so it's called Touch Kirby. I, I do as well. In fact, um, this I believe. This came out during the period where there was kind of a dearth on North America for the DS. And so Kirby Canvas Curse was kind of one of the few that was out in Japan. And so I imported that to kind of fill a gap. I see. And, um, and I wasn't disappointed. It was definitely worth the import at the time because it, it was probably the best DS game to date when it came out. Um, and it's still a very good game. Uh, the, the concept, of course, is that you're drawing a path on the, on the screen for Kirby, so you're creating ramps and... and and walls that he's to block him from going the wrong way and, and things like that. And uh, it's a very simple mechanic, but it works quite well. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I love uh, doing kind of loop-de-loops, and he gets a kind of little speed boost, doesn't he? Right, and you got to kind of learn to use that mechanic as well as a bunch of other stuff to kind of maneuver and, and grab all the things you need to, to finish the level or uh, get the power up or, or whatever. I mean, there's some tricky little stuff in there. 
Yeah, um, I, th I think it's deceptively hard, this game. I mean, on, on the surface of it, you would think, well, it's a Kirby game for a start, and also, you know, you can draw where you want to go, and it looks like it could be easy to do anything you wanted to do immediately, but yeah. there is a lot of skill to it, I think. And there is, especially, especially later in the later game. Levels. Yeah, I mean, I remember there's one level where you're basically going through kind of a, a fire maze where yeah. all the, the floor and walls are all lava, right. so you got to judiciously go use your... Yeah, to judiciously use your 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 um, your pen to, to steer him and block him from going too far, so he hits a wall or hits a ceiling, and yeah. and uh, I don't, if I recall correctly, you have a limited amount of ink you can yeah, use at the time, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. so it, it's not like you can just sort of scribble all over the place. You got to be judicious. So, right. um, and to get the the medal, right, you have to use yeah. like a, less than a certain amount of ink or. Oh, doing it in some kind of time, stuff like that. Yeah, there's definitely some, some tricky stuff if you want to get 100%. That was very um, hard, yeah. And, and I believe you like purchase mini-games and things like that you can unlock and alternate characters. And The characters actually are different, right? I mean, some of them are, are faster or slower or, or bigger or smaller, if I recall correctly. Uh, or maybe, maybe I'm confusing things, but I, I seem to recall there being differences amongst the... Uh, yeah, and there were different the skins for the the kind of the drawing path and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so many, so many music tracks to unlock. I mean, I don't think I did half of them. Half of them. Well, it's a good game, and, and um, of course Excellent we're game. picking this because uh, the, the the latest Kirby game, uh, Kirby. Kirby's Epic Yarn. Thank you, Epic Yarn. It's got um, it's got a level which is very uh, it's kind of a throwback to this, isn't it? It's a I think it's the train level, and you can paint tracks huh. and so direct Kirby. I, I don't know anything about it. I, I've actually been avoiding uh, ever since E three kind of videos okay. and the like. So should I have um, said spoilers before that? <laughs> uh, maybe I should. Yeah. So I just placed my order. Uh, I don't know if I'll have time to play it. I'm, I'm... It looks really good, and the reviews are you know very very high. Well, I'm not at all surprised because, uh, of course, uh, Goodfield's last game was uh, Shake It, which some people maybe didn't appreciate, but uh, I certainly did. Great game. So uh, it doesn't surprise me at all that Canvas Curse, I'm uh, sorry, um, Epic Yarn, Epic Yarn is, uh, is a very good game, and it shares a lot of in common. I mean, Canvas Curse, um, you can't fly. In, in Epic Yarn, you can't fly, so right. there's definitely you can't some similarities. Either. Yeah. So, well, you, well, you can suck. suck but, but, yeah. <laughs> I suck at it. But <laughs> anyway, uh, hopefully this game wasn't too hard to figure out because I, I suspect that at least one of those three songs in some form is found in uh, yeah in, in the new game. We had but, to have uh, a, we had to have a Kirby song today. Yeah. yeah. And also, can I just say I'm glad that they didn't spell Kirby's Canvas Curse with all K's. That could have been a very uh, embarrassing <laughs> mistake yeah. for, for a Japanese company to make. Yeah, well, they might have done it in, in Japan. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the soundtrack um, also includes uh, the pretty much the identical renditions of uh, the soundtrack from Kirby Nightmare and Dreamland, and it's only in the sound test. And I'm not quite sure why they threw it in there, but they did. So that's the longest question. Cool. Good game, and it's probably—is it cheap to pick up secondhand in, in the I States? I have no or? idea. I'm sure there are plenty of copies out there. So, because because in Japan, I haven't seen it go below about uh, 
twenty-five dollars, two thousand five hundred yen. It's uh, yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's it's kind of like how Smash Brothers was on the GameCube. It like never went down in price, even mm. even when the GameCube was you know finished. It was still yeah. quite expensive. It's, it's still expensive, even though there's the Wii version out now. It's still expensive <laughs> in store. It's so weird. Kirby's Canvas goes the same thing in Japan. It's, I, I never see it go below a certain amount. It's Canva, by the way, it's Canvas Curse, for those who were confused a little bit. Not Canvas Course. Uh, <laughs> Did I say Course? I think I said Course. You I? said Course, and you also typed it in your email when you suggested it. <laughs> but That's you own the Japanese that. version, so... Yeah, I okay. don't know. It doesn't say that on my game. No. <laughs> this tells me to touch Kirby with an exclamation mark. <laughs> touch! Touch Kirby! Yeah. Commands me to. Right. Right then. Let's and go. ideas yet well then let's go on to the second song
<laughs> wow, that was weird. Well, the only the only game I can think of that uses a dog as a musical instrument is Wii Music, and I and I really hope it's not Wii Music. You wouldn't inflict that on the listeners, would you? I don't think so. I don't know if you could even do like a soundtrack for for something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So here's a question. In the fan club game, what character do you play as? fresh out of ideas um what? i don't know i guess it, it's a it's a, probably an rpg and possibly on the ds but i don't know well this is a game i i think you've played i really haven't uh this is rhythm heaven for the ds also known as <laughs> rhythm tengoku gold in japan ah, and right. rhythm paradise in uh the pal regions i believe i haven't played so, much of this i don't have it now oh i thought you okay I, I, oh. I write lots. I've written lots of news stories about it. But I never <laughs> okay. Actually, actually I think that you actually. I thought you were like on RFN. Okay. Thinking of oh, someone else. Oh right. No no no. Um, I played the arcade version in Japan. That's the oh, only. Like, that was the GBA game though, right? That was the GBA one, yeah. And I don't oh, remember okay. the music from that because it was like you know deafening sounds from all around me. <laughs> the arcade. Right. How do you play it without the music though? Or you um, don't. Well, you can hear the beats. But that's about it. Oh, okay. Well, uh, this was requested by a few people, actually. Thomas Melina, uh, a.k.a. Killer Manjaro, Slade Adams, and our very own Megabyte. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm appealing to the masses here choosing this game. Of course, uh, this is the rhythm game that uh, made by the WarioWare guys. So why is the and, music uh, so long? Because don't the games, the games don't last that long? It didn't sound very repetitive. I, uh, there are a bunch confused. of shorter songs, and then there are some longer ones. And, and uh, I don't know if some of them are for the menu system, uh, or okay. some are just longer songs. I mean, I mean, there's a mode for a lot of these games where you can just go for as long as you want. So I wouldn't be surprised if there are longer songs. Okay. It, just in my mind, all the songs were like, you know, WarioWare length kind of things. But I guess yeah. not. 
Well, I, I think there's some longer stuff, at least in the DS game. There's certainly a lot of 20 second, third, 20 or 30 second long uh, songs, but. Um, well, it sounded good, and it, it threw me off because it really sounded like, like I don't know, like almost a Golden Sun game or something. One of those songs. Well, the instrumentation sounds more like um, something you might find in Mario Kart or something. That's the only thing that kind of tipped me up that it was a first party game. But um, yeah, you know, I play this at E3. E3 is not the best place to demo a game <laughs> like this. Uh, kind of like, yeah, with headphones, but still, it was kind of, you know, it, it, it's noisy around you. You're kind of in a hurry. Yeah. You can't. Really, you don't really have time to get into the pace. But I, I didn't, I didn't really like it that much. I, I think maybe the game, the, the games they had on display in this, weren't um, maybe the best ones to demo. Um, so when it came out, I really just had no interest in the game. Um, well, it's funny that both of us have played it. You know very short periods of time in noisy places. Yeah. <laughs> Completely the wrong place to play this game. This is, Definitely. Uh, you know, you've got to be at you know, a quiet place, full concentration, listening to the music, listening to the rhythm, and uh, hitting the points exactly. After a while, um, I've been told you can kind of play the games without even looking. Maybe right, more so right. on the GBA, but... That's the, that's the um, whole uh, purpose, I guess, for the game, to teach you rhythm, right? Yeah, you get kind of into the zone. And so, like, if you watch it, it's like, well, you're playing ping pong, or you're fueling up a robot, or whatever. But after a while, you can just turn off your eyes and, and <laughs> turn off go your at eyes, it. Man. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that's sort of the way it works. Some, after a while, the visuals distract you, um, and I think they intentionally kind of have distractors after a while, where, mm, where right. things are going to the music, but there are other things going on, on the screen. So. Yeah. And um, well, this is also kind of topical because. Um, the Wii version was just announced at the uh, the Megaton event the other yeah. few weeks ago, right? Yeah, I don't think the motion controls are a terribly good idea for this, but if it's more of a having multiple people viewing it on screen or multiplayer yeah. kind of a thing, that I, that I really be. hope it's not uh, waggle control. You know, waggle yeah. at the right moment. That's never going to work, is it? Yeah, I, it's I would not, assume not that precise it's all enough. NES style, I guess. Yeah, well, we'll see. Anyway, like I said, there are a lot of mini games. One of them, apparently, you're a uh, a monkey cheering on your favorite pop star band. <laughs> so, yeah. fan club game, you are a monkey. Ah, uh, okay. Yes, a answer. monkey in monkey in a crowd at a pop concert. So, yep. <laughs> you know, clearly, it has some of WarioWare's humor. <laughs> right. Based on real life. Based on real Japanese life. Monkey J-pop fans. Yes. Absolutely. What was the what was the mini game that you played in uh, E3? Uh, they had two that I tried. One was you're like a this weird looking fanged singer, who uh, who you basically just tap the screen to sing and you have to tap it and hold it to the music. And there are other two guys that you're singing with, so they give you hints on you know when you should sing. Uh, uh, the right. other the other one was the robot filling game I alluded to, which is really difficult. Where you basically just hold down the to fuel up a robot and you have to release at the right time yeah um, actually now I think about it you've just reminded me this was on the Nintendo channel uh, I downloaded the demo and I have played uh, three or four games in complete silence and full concentration so uh, I just forgot about it the one the one that I played in the arcade was uh, well you can probably go back and listen to the RFN episode when I talked about it but one of them was um, the kind of plucking the hairs off an onion 
Wow. Yeah, How does that turn into a r- rhythm game? <laughs> yeah, very strange. It's kind of like using tweezers to uh, pluck it off, and if you do it wrong, then you kind of it hurts the onion or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> it makes a sad face. It makes a sad face, yeah. <laughs> Etc. That almost makes sense in my tired state of mind. So. <laughs> Must That's pluck scary. onions. Yeah. With that, we're going on to another listener request that does not involve plucking onions. I don't think. Shame. That's high energy. You must be waking up a bit there. Um, <laughs> uh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next song. More high energy, please.
Yeah. Well, you did what I requested, but us, I have no idea what this is. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the music in this game is very impressive. Um, and, and I've used this before for the live version of Radio Trivia, and I'm, I'm equally impressed now as I was then. Um, uh, here's a question for you. What makes this game notorious? <laughs> well, like it's criminal record or something? Something like that. got no idea but because of the question I'm gonna go with uh, the Sega Mega Drive game Zero Wing and it's notorious because of its uh, horrendous use of the English language all your, <laughs> all your base are belong to us that one I don't even think that's on virtual console it should be just <laughs> just for the sake of it yes. but uh of course that's wrong but you know yeah no th this is Silver Surfer for the NES uh, and uh, it was requested by Steve Ronsley, my old roommate. Okay, and, I know the answer uh, now. <laughs> yeah, and it was also uh, featured on our on Carl's very first reset button, which uh, I hope he's going to do a new one. I, I have no idea what's going on there. but um, So it's notoriously hard, right? Yes, exactly. And, and it's very, very hard. They, they talked about this some on RFN uh uh, well, PAX East, uh, some, there was some contest to see who could actually pass A level without <laughs> without using the continue. Um, uh, so uh, the game looks a lot of fun. I mean, I watched a YouTube video of someone who knew how to play it or was using save mm -hmm. states or something, but mm -hmm. it looked really fun if you can actually play it. But it looks beautiful. <laughs> uh, it, it's uh, It switches between like horizontal shooting and vertical shooting sections, and um, the problem is one hit, you're dead. Crash into any sort of surface, you're dead. No checkpoints. 
at all. And, and the levels are actually pretty long. So, um, yeah. That sounds like not fun. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, Bit, Bit Trip Runner did the same thing. So. I don't think the levels are that long. I mean, there are some that are long, and people complain about those levels in Bit Trip Runner. Mm-hmm. Um, if you watch a YouTube video, I mean, these levels are three or four minutes long. And uh, if you die near the end, you're all the way back to the beginning. It doesn't take much to die. <laughs> Just like one, is it one touch and you're dead? Well, one touch and a bullet or, or you crash into Jeez, something, whatever. There's no health bar of any kind. Um, <laughs> and, and you really don't have that much to defend yourself with. You have one shot going forward, and if you happen to collect an option, you get a second shot in the same direction. But I think that's a pretty much it. Um, so not this much to go on. This game's so hard, even with invincibility cheat on, it's still impossible. That kind of hard. Invincibility, you'd probably be okay. But, yeah. uh... <laughs> man. I know you're trying to make a joke. <laughs> Fail. Yeah. Okay. So, we... I've never played this game. I've only ever seen it in things like the angry video game nerd and stuff like yeah. that. It's, uh... I've never seen it in person either. I, I, like I said, it's, uh super hard um and if you watch like i said if you watch like a speed through uh, of it on youtube you, it may not seem that hard but uh, yeah. that's because that person is, is either cheating or very good at the game right <laughs> um it's a beautiful game though it's a shame that it's so hard because uh it really does look great um and of course the music's awesome too it's uh the fallen brothers and it, it really sounds like nothing else i mean that that's NES. That's amazing. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, wow. So, uh, good stuff there. I just uh, don't want to put myself through that kind of torture to play it. Well, I didn't even know about the Silver Surfer as a character until that horrendous um, Fantastic Four movie. Because uh, I'm not that into comics, so I had, I had no idea about that character. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently he's a good bad guy gone good or something. Bad guy gone good, yeah, something like that. Anyway, uh, we got one more listener request here. Uh, this one is requested by Zoltan. Zoltan. Zoltan.
Wow, that is uh, surprisingly beautiful. Mm. I'm sorry, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> You've gone. Yeah. The mind has left the body. My mind has left. I'm going now. <laughs> That's it. I'm out of here. Dun, 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 dun. Mm.
Wow, that was pretty epic. Epically awesome. Yeah, that that reminds me of like, I don't know, a Juno Reactor song from like the Matrix Revolutions or something like that. <laughs> Go on then, hit me with a question. Okay. The first game in this series was released for which platform originally? <laughs> that helps. was awesome but <laughs> i have no idea uh, i wouldn't know either this is alone in the dark uh which is on wii as well as playstation 2 playstation 3 xbox 360 the atari yeah. 2600 yeah yeah well no, you're not far off with the the original uh entry in the series um <laughs> so uh the first entry in the series mm-hmm. is like 1992 so, yeah, uh, that yeah. was that was originally on the well, disc operating system. I'm not, I assume MS DOS. Um, I think it was on the Mac as well. It was. It was released for a Mac and a couple of other systems and computer systems yeah. in 1994. Yeah, I played. I played a couple of the original ones uh, on, yeah. the, on the PC or DOS or whatever. Yeah. So this is a series that I think started the whole uh, survival horror genre. So uh, it has that going for it. Mm-hmm. Um, Apparently this game has really good music and nothing else. That's good. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah. Uh, now now yeah, I think about it, yeah, that that uh, that last song, I mean, I remember watching a clip of like a car chase and there'd be some very epic music behind it. Yeah. But, actually, if you if you dig through the YouTubes, you'll find promotional uh, Atari video for this game. Um, you know, and it's doing... It was back when they were doing all the action shots with people using the Wii remote and nunchuck and, <laughs> and, and right. the third parties that had hopped onto the... Uh, Onto the bandwagon there, right? But uh, they made it look really good, and so uh, it, it, it has a good concept. I mean, it, yeah, it, it definitely uses the Wii Remote and Nunchuck. There's a lot of motion control for that, um, and whatever you're surviving in a horror game, I don't know too much about the details, but apparently execution's pretty weak. Um, the visuals are good, but so that's I guess another good thing. But uh, the pacing, the balancing of the game is off. Apparently, uh, they're very long cutscenes where it's very boring and and you have to push next a lot to, to progress through the text. I can't imagine I can't imagine this selling well on the Wii. I mean, I, this yeah. must have been the the, the least selling version. I, yeah, I, I don't know, but uh, uh, apparently that has some really bizarre game logic that. The idea is that you can combine items to create new items, and sometimes it works and it makes sense. And apparently, other times it, it just you results in nothing, and you consume those items, so you don't have them anymore. And, <laughs> and so, uh, I, I could definitely see some frustrating puzzles and, and things like that based on that. Um, I think if so, you if you want this kind of game, I think Silent Hill: Shattered Dimensions is the way forward. Yeah, I suspect a lot of like the Resident Evil and Shattered Hill, a lot of, a lot of the things you see in those games with with the the puzzles with the items and, and placing them in places I suspect that all got started in this series um, I think I think I unfairly I unfairly judged Silent Hill Shattered Memories the, the Wii um, version I, I unfairly judged that um, and kind of thought it was like this kind of game Alone in the Dark um, turned out you know they did a great job with Silent Hill on the Wii and this was uh, turns, turned out like a pile of uh, horse manure uh, everything I've been told is bad about this yeah. game in terms of the actual gameplay, which is a shame. I think I think somebody liked it. <laughs> well, it looks like they put a lot of effort into it, and, and visually and, uh, and, and you know orally, it's, it's very pleasing. So, like, hmm. I can imagine if I were watching someone play this who already knew how to play the game, it it might be fun. Yeah. But playing it myself probably would not be fun. Well, the thing that they were, you know, going on about before the game was released was all of these kind of physics and things and fire models, you know, like the fire was very realistic and it spread very realistically and the lighting was realistic. But, you know, you know that none of those things would transfer to the Wii version and there was very little told about the Wii version. It was just yeah. kind of like, you know, it's out and then you have to, you know, buy it to yeah. find out <laughs> what it was like. If you go to YouTube and you watch the videos, it really does look quite good. I okay. mean, it, it, it is not... They, they didn't half-ass the, the visuals on, on the Wii. Okay. I mean, it looks pretty good. But the, the fundamental gameplay is broken. And it sounds like that's larger than just the Wii version. Um, it, apparently, the PlayStation 3 version came out later and maybe they fixed some stuff. So right, yeah, I heard more positively. But um, I, think, I think pretty much all versions that originally came out were panned to one degree or another. It was a it was a high concept thing that didn't really yeah. turn out like they wanted it to, I guess. Yeah, um, happens sometimes. So, next game. 
Yeah, well, before we get there, though, mm-hmm. I just want to mention we've gotten over 400 games on this uh, podcast now. Wow. And I uh, really couldn't have done it without the listeners and their requests. So uh, if you have a suggestion, uh, send it to TYP at NintendoWorldReport.com or go to the story associated with this episode and click on the link to an email form and you can send me a request that way. That way we can keep this going because I'm, you know, I, I'm I'm pretty much out of ideas. Every once in a while I'm like, oh, yeah, we should do that. Or maybe a new game comes out and I can use that. But, yeah, uh, I, I need your help. Would you recommend the listeners do what I do, which is choose a game which I like but has terrible music or maybe a game they they haven't played much or they don't really like the game so much but it's got awesome music both are good because you know if we we can talk about a game that has mediocre music but really good gameplay that's fine or if it's just yeah like music's really good that's cool too so not too picky (laughs) as long if the music sounds like utter crap I probably won't use it but (laughs) well except if I request it if I demand it if you demand it, maybe. <laughs> like NBA Jam last time. Yeah, if you demand it and, and I can't can't think of anything else at the time, yeah, fine. A game with three songs in it. Unless you're the host, you can't demand it. <laughs> <laughs> or the co-host. <laughs> on that note. <laughs> Let's go on to another request of James Charlton. <laughs> I've really put a precedent for this music now, haven't I? <laughs> Seasons. Oh, that stuff isn't too bad. song seems happier than it should it's like unhealthily happy yeah Maybe. well it's supposed to be happy happy things are happening yeah. is it really uh, okay well you're happy when you're playing it anyway <laughs> really <laughs> yeah sure <laughs> all right well, you'll have to tell me about that all right super genki time let's go 
Okay. okay maybe, maybe not quite as happy yeah but yeah all the memories are come flooding back listening to that song okay so you ready for a question yes sir what is the unlockable vehicle in this game singular unlockable vehicle <laughs> those were the days Once again, candy canes and lollipops. Um, <laughs> I think that was from a snow level, if I'm not mistaken. 
it, it is. That's the yes. only song that really sticks out as a song I've heard somewhere before that I remember because it was annoyingly happy. <laughs> um, yes. So this is another game which has several names depending on where you live, um, but generally known as Stunt Race FX on the Super Nintendo. That's right. Um, I think it was called Wild Tracks in Japan. What was that it called? Sounds right. What was it called in the states? Was it also called? I, I think Stunt it was Stunt Race, Race, Race FX. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is a, a Super FX chip game. Uh, yeah, and, and, and slightly less abstract than Star Fox. Um, it actually does look like what it's supposed to be. <laughs> yes. So this is a, obviously a racing game um, with which involves you know stunts, jumping. Uh, ramps, stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. Completely poly polygonal, like Star Fox. But yeah, like you said, it's slightly less abstract. There's, I think there's more like you know textures and kind of like you know uh, flat 2D sprites with you know colors and text on it, which yeah. make it look more you know vibrant. I think. Yeah, I mean it has walls and on the racetrack. It isn't. It looks more like a racetrack. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole thing is uh, modeled. I mean, you've got the tracks, you've got trees, bridges, um, you know, snowmen. <laughs> on that, yeah, I mean, that level. at a technical level, I guess that's very impressive. I would not be able to go back and play this game. Uh, I, I have. I have done. I played this uh, kind of recently. Uh, really? On my Super Famicom, yes. And I still love it. I mean, this. this I just have so many memories of this game. It's just... Uh, I mean, people complain that, you know, of the frame rate or, like, the yeah. controls and stuff. I mean, The frame rate's ass. It's okay on time trial, but if you have multiple... Multiple uh, cars, right. ...cars on the, on the racetrack, ugh, man. I, I never had a problem with that. I mean, back back in the day, I mean, frame rate, I didn't know what the word frame rate was, you know? It's yeah. just, like, when you're a kid, you kind of, you just, your imagination fills in the rest, doesn't it? I mean... Yeah. Going back now, there's a there's a level where there's rocks tumbling down and there's like a deer that goes over the track. <laughs> okay. But when you look at it, the deer is just like a triangle. <laughs> I mean, it's just oh. nothing. But oh. you know, when I was uh, when I was a kid, I was like, whoa! You know, when the when the deer went across the track, I was like, whoa! Close, you know, close call. Almost hit a deer, you know. <laughs> or almost hit a almost hit a large triangle with legs sticking out of it. <laughs> it's pathetic when you large a large triangle, smaller triangle sticking out. <laughs> exactly, it literally was. But just the way they they made the levels and uh, the tracks and made the world very believable and the cars had character. I mean, it's I mean it's quite well known that they originally didn't have eyes on them and they just mm. stuck them on to give them character. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it works, and uh, it's, it just makes it very Nintendo-y and very, you know, just uh, good times. But they only have one unlockable, and yes. it's probably the best just because a lot of the cars take up a lot of the screen real estate, mm -hmm. and uh, the motorcycle, which is the uh, unlockable, uh, gives you a little more space to... to see where you're going. Well, it's called 2WD, right? And yeah. I just read the Wikipedia page and it says that it's not a motorbike, it's a two-wheeled car, because it's got a windscreen, <laughs> a windshield uh, to you, windscreen to me, and that doesn't make sense to me. A two-wheeled car. No. That's a motorbike. <laughs> yeah. That's anyway, a bike. And there was, there was another, there was, um, there was the four cars, right? Uh, right, Wait, the, and those could have been two-wheel drive for all I know. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, so the, the the there's four vehicles, 
uh, coupe, which is like the yellow one, F-Type, which is like the Formula One kind of car, it goes really mm -hmm. fast, four-wheel drive, the monster truck thing, and the unlockable 2WD, which goes, which is the fastest one, and you kind of have to use it for like time trials and stuff. Mm, okay. The, the trailer was like a, kind of like a secret, not really secret, it's a bonus, bonus stage vehicle, and it, it controlled like you know, well, like a truck, and the camera angle was really weird. I don't know if you uh -huh. remember that. It was like it was fixed in the corner, so you had to kind of had to learn how to, you know, drive towards a camera so the controls were reversed, kind of thing. You kind of got used oh, to it. Oh, was this kind of like RC Pro Am? Yeah, I kind of like that, but um, it was just moved very slowly, and you kind of got bonus time by going through gates and stuff. But I just like the whole presentation, like the, you know, the. From the claymation, like, like like the clay models on the box, uh, mm -hmm. the ja the Japanese uh, box and instruction manual and you know the TV commercial, everything involved those kind of claymation models. Mm. But I think with the American one, they changed it to more of a kind of a you know like a polygon, yeah, po or like more like a you know a cartoon poly polygonal mm. looking, you know. But I really like that claymation thing. I, they did that with Star Fox, right? I have no idea. They did like clay models of Starbucks for the SNES version. I think they did. Hmm. But anyway, and the like the the tracks. There's quite a few tracks, and uh, each one's got its own like little kind of icon and stuff. It's just like the art style and the whole package was just like you know, very pleasing to look at. Um, maybe you would say that the 3D hasn't aged well, but you know. It's an SNES game and it's a 3D driving game. What what do you yeah. expect? You know, yeah. it's it's way better than the the Mega Drive. Uh, what was it? Virtual Racing. Oh, I mean, that was just yeah. like you know, just driving on a massive triangle, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is a single player only game, right? I think so. I can't see how they could shove two. Yeah. Of those at once, right? That wouldn't work. No, yeah. That, that, I can't see it happening. Yeah. Oh, well. Good times. Good times. Good times. Anyway, we should probably wrap this up. It's, uh, yes. it's getting really late over here. So uh, thank you for recording, Jimmy. Jimmy C. <laughs> the J Sizzle. Yes. You're welcome. Good times. Always. Good time. Pleasure. And uh, uh, keep listening. Damn it. <laughs> there is I'm no tired. Choice. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye, everybody.
Kirby, Canvas Curse is copyright 2005, HAL Laboratory, Nintendo. Rhythm Heaven is copyright 2008-2009, Nintendo, Tsunku. Silver Server is copyright 1990, Marvel Entertainment, Arcadia Systems. Alone in the Dark is copyright 2008, Atari. Stunt Race FX is copyright 1994, Nintendo. Welcome to Radio Trivia <laughs> Podcast Edition with, with me, Michael T.Y.P. Cole. <laughs> I've Let's been do a clap. <laughs> <laughs> I've been spending a lot of time in England. 4WD, 2WD, and there was a there's a one that was used for bonus stages called The Trailer. The dog wants to play Stunt Race FX. Hello and welcome to Radio Trivia Podcast Edition. We have with us this week, episode 82, Jamie. Uh, <laughs> let's do this over. I'm tired. <laughs> I thought you were, right. gonna go, you were going to go for Jimmy C, weren't you? Jimmy C. I Jimmy was going to go for Jimmy. We got Jimmy C on here tonight. 